edition of ringside ramblings i'm your host sam kill the wrestling connoisseur and gosh you know welcome to 2023 uh, this is our first episode of the year and you know we we're starting off with some pretty big news it seems like uh, there's so many things i'd like to go over right now in the wrestling world uh but i, I just want to touch on this one thing today I believe um, I will say this if you haven't watched Wrestle Kingdom yet do yourself a favor go watch uh, go watch Wrestle Kingdom go watch New Year's Dash also a really good show and um, yeah what I wanted to talk about today though is probably the biggest wrestling news at the moment and that is Vince McMahon trying to push his way back in to the WWE. Um, everybody seems to have an opinion online, and a lot of this opinion I don't think is very well informed. A little sup of the copy coffee here. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot to go over there, but I'm just going to keep it brief. We've touched on this a lot before if you listen to the podcast, actually. Vince owns like 37% of WWE stock, which comes out to like 80-some percent, I believe, voting power because he has options A and B. Option B, only a McMahon can have and own, so like not even Triple H can have option B, and that's worth a lot more voting power than just the regular shares. Um, so, like, you get one vote per share, say, uh, Vince would have far more votes per share uh, with option B than option A. He does own some option A, too, but mostly option B. Uh, so, what's going on is Vince is basically saying <clears throat> he wants to come back onto the board of directors. Um, he wants to bring back Barrios and I can't remember the other one's name. Uh, on the board as well. And I think that's twofold. One, uh, he's wanting to put them on the board of directors, obviously, and that's to vote along with him. You know, he needs that extra vote power, he, he feels. Also, these people have been with the company a long time, even though they're not with the company now. Um, they know everything that Vince needs to go do whatever he's wanting to do, um, as far as negotiations and what have you. The big question is what 
is the long-term goal here. Uh, television rights are all coming up available. And apparently there's rumor that Vince is wanting to come back to make a sale. Uh, and we've had these rumors in the past. There's been speculation that's why uh, Nick Khan was bought, brought in uh, to streamline the company and prepare it for sale down the road. And Nick Khan has said himself that if the right buyer came along, they would absolutely sell. They weren't looking to sell, though. So, with all that said, there are possibilities out there, people who could, companies that could buy the WWE. Uh, one of the biggest ones everybody realizes is uh, Disney. Uh, WWE Network started on what is now Disney+. Plus. Um, that was their platform. Uh, the reason why they went to the new network was because Disney was launching Disney+. Plus. So, I mean, there's, there's aspects like that. Disney has always been sort of, you know, the hand in the cookie jar with WWE anyway. Uh, there's also, you know, the USA Network, you know, that whole conglomerate with NBC, um, you know, they've always had very close dealings with WWE. So it's possible we could see that as well. Anybody else? I'm not certain, to be honest. Um, you know, I mean, if, if Disney bought WWE, Disney owns Fox, except for the news section of Fox. Well, you know, we have National Geographic on Disney Plus, um, Fox Syndicate, I guess you would say, like they, they, you know, have all the Marvel stuff back with the Fox deal and whatnot. Um, so, I mean... If Disney bought WWE, I would expect them to remain on the Fox network. And um, who knows? I mean, Raw can move to Fox if Disney bought it. These are some major dealings. Like, don't fool yourself here. Like, whatever comes of this is going to be earth-shaking in a lot of ways. Imagine... Disney buying WWE and moving everything. You wouldn't even have to worry about the network anymore because it would be back on the Disney platform, which I'll be honest is far more uh, easily uh, guidable network to use than what became of the WWE network or even um, the other, what were they on? Peacock? I don't really care for Peacock. Anyway, so if you can imagine, like, there's there's room there. There's total aspect of. I mean, if if they bought WWE, it would be another feather in Disney's hat. I'm sure you'd have shit at Disneyland, Disney World, whatever. Um, just I I don't know. I'm just here thinking of all the the Disneyfication of WWE and how it opens things up in a whole other direction 
honestly. If you think about uh, WWE properties and Disney, as far as like intellectual properties and whatnot, it opens up a whole new world of merchandising, uh, of television products, you know, quite honestly, like everything. So, I mean, that, that is a huge thing. Like if, if we're talking about something like that, Vince would make a fortune, honestly. Like, you know, WWE is worth itself like $5 billion, give or take a little bit. Um, you know, of course, he was going to want to make the best deal possible. And I feel like that's why he really wants to come in. But it could also be that he doesn't want to sell the company to somebody in particular or a corporation in particular. You know, maybe he leans more towards a USA deal, you know, a, a Peacock deal, a net, you know, as far as a NBC Universal or whatever. Um, and selling the company to them instead of to Disney, per se. Or maybe he wants to make sure Tony Condes doesn't come in and buy it. I don't know. And a lot of people will giggle about Tony Khan. A lot of people snicker. He doesn't have the money. Yeah, he kind of does. Uh, Tony Khan himself is worth a billion dollars. And, I mean, if you're looking at buying a company, essentially you're going to set up a business and it'll be like, that business is going to buy the company and then whatever collateral you're going to have. And then if you look at it, like he manages his dad's teams. Uh, he and his dad are co-owners of AEW. So if you're looking at that aspect, you're not just looking at Tony Khan. Sorry, WWE stands. You are looking at a collective Tony Khan and Shad Khan. Uh, as a unit buying stuff, you know, they are in this business venture together. So yeah, it's not just Tony Khan and his $1 billion. It's also his father who has like $12 billion. And then their companies who are making whatever money. Uh, so by far way more than, uh, Vince McMahon. I, I don't know what it is with a lot of WWE fans, you know, that are just very tribal and nobody can outdo Vince as their, like, belief system, you know. Uh, sorry, like, the cons have way more money than Vince. Uh, by far more than twice, almost three times as much. Let me wait. They have almost three times as much to buy WWE. Shaq Khan actually has uh, six times as much money as Vince. So if you want to look at it in that perspective, you know, if WWE costs five billion dollars, Shaq Khan could actually just like write a check. He could probably just go to the bank and get that money and be like, "You want cash? You want money order? What do you want, Vince?" Uh, and just buy it straight out. That's the sort of money he has. I don't know why there's this mentality of this tribal, uh, 
like people who will never make that much money in their entire life really like want to lock onto Vince and be like, nope, this is my millionaire who, uh, he, you know, he's got more money than your millionaire or something. It's weird. Like I'm just looking straight at the facts, how much each person has and a lot of people will be like, well, Tony Khan gets all of his money from his daddy. Where do you think Vince got the WWE from? The WWWF come from his father. It was his company. It was his wrestling promotion. And yes, Vince quote unquote bought it. But honestly, you know, Vince had been working in the company, his father's company for quite a while. His father got older, sold it off to him. It, it literally like all of Vince's money come from his father. And then, you know, their business acumen as, as far as the company went. So to say like Tony Khan gets his money from his father, I mean, it's, it's not a good comparison. Like it's, you're not, it's not apples and oranges really is like, it's, it's the rich people. And rich people, two rich families and rich sons that, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a slight at Tony Khan that wasn't, you know, the same thing that Vince had. Uh, so that, that baffles me when people want to be like, Tony Khan got his money from his dad. Yeah, so did Vince. That's, that's how that works with, Rich people. Anyway, uh, it is it's possible. We look at let's look at the possibilities. It's possible that uh, you know the cons could buy WWE. You know, hell, who knows? You're looking for for a way to get ROH on the air. WWE has TV deals. I'm sure that the TV deals would be included in uh, whatever contractual obligations and whatnot, negotiations, different things. The cons bought WWE and had these USA and Fox deals out there. You know, I mean, it's who knows? Open playing field then. Um, I, I don't know, like, if that would be the best thing for the wrestling business, per se. I think competition is obviously better. Um, if you look at the WWE product overall, there's some great licensing and, and whatnot there. There's, of course, the network, uh, it's at least something, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. If if that would be the best for the wrestling world in general to be monopolized, uh, I don't know how that would even go about. Like you would do whatever. I, I have no idea. But does Tony Khan and his dad have the money to do such a thing? They absolutely do. Um, back to corporation side of it if a network 
corporation like NBC Universal, I don't expect much would change if NBC Universal bought WWE. Uh, perhaps the storytelling aspect may change. We might get better storytelling, storylines, because now they're going to bring in their Hollywood aspect to really kind of flush out that part, hopefully, which WWE really needs, in my opinion. Uh, which is kind of sad. Anyway, it's a different topic, different day. Um, and I'm sure there's other other entities out there, you know. There are people on the board of directors, not necessarily people per se, as much as businesses that have a major stake within WWE. So uh, it, it'd be interesting to see like, if any of these businesses who have a larger portion of uh, the controlling shares, if they are able to get the money to buy WWE. Uh, just go look look up their shareholders and whatnot. There's a few in there who have a large portion. Not as much as the McMahons, obviously. Like we said before, Vince has like 80, 80-some percent voting power uh, with his option. But if you really look at it, he only owns 37% of the stock. So let's focus in a little bit more on the stock here. If Vince sold his stock... It no longer is option B. So like before, everybody talked about if The Rock come along to buy it. Maybe he will. Who knows? Maybe The Rock's getting looking to get back into wrestling since uh, his DC takeover failed. I don't know. But let's just look at that for a moment. Could The Rock afford to buy out Vince's stock or whatever? Probably. <clears throat> you know? Uh dude make some money so the thing with that if somebody got all of its stock Vince sold all of his stock off that portion would not be the 80% voting power that Vince has <clears throat> that portion would be still a large chunk of voting power they would still have voting majority however like stephanie owns i don't know like two to five percent of the company um if stephanie was able to get like the rest of the board of directors on their side you you could see like a shift in power a big fight between whoever buys vince's portion stephanie would be uh one of the few people that would have the mcmahon option still left in there that option b so she would have more voting power than most people so uh, that could really see um, a power struggle if Vince sold his portions uh, to a non-McMahon. So uh, that stock option, that shareholders aspect, the option B voting power, it's pretty interesting in my opinion. And, and that's where all this lies around. If Vince didn't have that option B, he would be in no position to do what he's about to do. Uh, and essentially, he's holding WWE hostage. Uh, his opinion is 
that if they don't put him back on the board of directors, if three people don't step down and resign, Vince and Barrios and whoever step up on the board of directors, <clears throat> then he will not agree to whatever plans transpire. So if NBC Universal says, well, <clears throat> we'll sign Raw back up for a five-year deal at however much money. Vince is going to turn it down. He's going to he's going to vote against it as the chief shareholder. Or if say NBC Universal tries to buy the whole company, Vince will shoot it down. Uh, and he's within those rights as the primary shareholder, right? So he can mess this whole thing up. And just leave WWE status quo. Or even uh, make it to a point where WWE doesn't have television anymore. Imagine that. Vince, his old age, stubbornness, ego. Not being put back on the board of directors and completely... Not safe for work here. Fucking WWE up the ass. And causing them to lose their TV deals. Total possible scenario here. Um, and if that happens. Well, guess what? That totally opens the door up for Tony Khan. Uh, you're looking for an ROH TV deal. Looking for better TV deals for uh, AEW. All of a sudden, USA Network has a huge slot open Monday nights. If you don't think both sides there wouldn't jump on that, uh, you're crazy. And all of a sudden, everybody that's just habit of putting wrestling on on Monday nights, it's been on Monday nights for decades. Um, and AEW slid into that time spot, their ratings are going to go through the roof, to be quite honest. Because uh, you're just going to have people that watch out of habit, record out of habit, those ratings, all that right there, plus the AEW diehards. So an interesting aspect all the way around, in my opinion. Vince could actually, a lot of people are referencing the NWO bit, poison his own company. But it's true, Vince could very well do that and um, be his own demise. And it'll be interesting to see how the WWE Board of Directors handle this. Um, and there's there's a possibility that they could just be like, hey... Vince McMahon has gone senile in his old age and under distress from the amount of uh, publicity and stepping down because of sexual misconduct and and what have you. And, you know, I mean, there's legal ramifications that I'm sure could happen in this whole thing. No telling what the board of directors could come forward and say and do and I don't know if that could nullify Vince's voting power uh, but who knows 
this is this is going to be a crazy thing because if this becomes a battle between WWE and Vince, who has the lawyers? I mean, WWE has always had amazing lawyers, right? Vince is going to fight the lawyers that he's put in place all these years. With, you know, it, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, and it has huge ramifications for the wrestling world from here on out, honestly. So this could go good. This could go bad. Who knows? Who knows? All right, that's going to do it for us today. First episode of the year. Give us a thumbs up. Share this with your friends. Um, let us know what you think. Do you think NBC Universal is going to buy it? Do you think it's going to be Disney? Do you think it's going to be the cons? Is somebody else going to slide in? Who knows? Is it going to be The Rock? There's options out there. It's crazy. Who knows what's going to happen? Whoever thought Vince would buy WCW? You know, really. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter. Square Circle Journal. Until next time. All right, I just want to read the uh, addendum here to the story today. Um, shared by WWE is, uh, Today we announced that the founder of WWE, Vince McMahon, will be returning to the board. Uh, said chairwoman and co-CEO Stephanie McMahon, C- co-CEO Nick Khan, and chief content officer Paul Levesque, that being Triple H. We also welcome back Michelle Wilson and George Barrios to our board of directors. Together, we look forward to exploring all strategic alternatives to maximize shareholder value. Um, essentially, what happened is uh, Vince McMahon come in and basically forcefully removed three members of the board, uh, Joe Ellen, Lion Dillon, Jeffrey Speed, and Alan Wexler, uh, so that he, Barrios, and Wilson would have room to go on the board. And apparently, um, after that, two more board members um, stepped down, Magic Singh and uh, Ignace Lahoud. I'm probably butchering that last one. Um, so... Minus two board members after letting three go so that they could uh, place themselves back into control. And uh, the story just gets more and more interesting as we go on here. Um, So, yeah, looks like Vince McMahon is back as CEO of the board of directors in WWE. This is not... um, made up storyline this is legit and huge ramifications uh in my opinion where this leads um i don't know if this means that wwe is looking to sell and so therefore uh vince is back to make sure they get the most money or like i said earlier if if they're just looking to sell to someone in particular, you know, if uh, a buyer has reached out to Vince himself in order to to get to get a particular deal instead of 
everything just being out there on the market. It's hard to say at this time. Uh, but McMahon's back. For those who uh, aren't happy with the situation, you know, let your fingers do the talking here and um, spend your money wisely is the only thing I can say. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, This was just the amendment uh, to the story earlier.